Hello and welcome to another episode of This Black Love. I am your host, Jay Marie, and it's Friday. Ooh, ooh, it's Friday. Ooh, 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 it's Friday. I hope y'all had a great week. I had an okay week. We're just gonna say okay. Because, you know, we're we're still getting there. We're still getting there. But thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of This Black Love. You guys know I love you so, 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 so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Even the ones who didn't listen and didn't share, that's fine with me. I'm okay with it. But just as long as you tune in, even if you got a little snippet, y'all know I'm grateful. Y'all know I drop a new episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Y'all know I'm not about to go through the time zones because, yeah, that was just too much for me. So we're just going to digress, okay? Just subtract from where we are. I'm in Eastern, and you do the math from there. Add, subtract, divide, multiply. Okay, that's neither here nor there, but thank you guys for tuning into last week's episode. So you guys know, as a recap, for this month in February, it's all thing Black people, pro-Black. I'm here for the culture. I'm here for the people, okay? Because that's what February is about. We're going to go big and do what we got to do. Last week, I shouted out one of my good, 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 good girlfriends and her lipstick line, House of Beauty, I mean, House of New, 1950. So hopefully y'all checked out her Instagram, y'all shop with her, y'all checked out to see what she's selling, things of that nature. So this week, I have a special guest, ladies and gentlemen. So I know her from my job, but she's like family to me. You can introduce yourself. You want me to introduce yourself? Or? You can introduce me, that's fine. Okay. All right. So I have a beautiful artiste with me. Hello. You know, I feel like I'm about to buy art or something. So I have to talk like this. I call her my sister. Sister wives, whatever you want to call us. But her name is Davina and she's a black artist. You can introduce yourself. Okay. Um, hey everybody. Um, my name is Davina. Um, my artist name is So Osko. Um, it's at S-O underscore O-S-K-O um on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, however you would like to find me. Um, I use the same name throughout to make it easy. Okay, can you spell that for us so they know how to look your name up on Instagram? Yeah, so it's going to be at S-O underscore O-S-K-O, and that'll be the way to find me. (laughs) Let me tell y'all something. Y'all know how I am. (laughs) I'm real loud. I'm big. Y'all know my big personality. Y'all don't know her? Like, I know her, okay? These are facts. She's beautiful. (laughs) She's an artistic element. I'm going to say that right. Artistic element. So I'm going to let her be because she know. <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> she know how I get down and how it is. But, you know, I'm going to be professional today. But, yes, I have a wonderful guest with me, Miss Davina. And she is a artistic soul. That's what I'm going to call you. Arti- is that okay? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have a conversation. Granted, I have questions down here, but sometimes I go off rip. So oh yeah, it's okay. All right. So we just gonna have a conversation. So let's start from the beginning. Who is Davina? Okay. Well, um, basically, just well, um, 
I'm first generation. So when I say that, um, my family's from Liberia. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to put it down for the people oh, that's yeah. listening because we, I do have people from the country of Africa who listens to my podcast. So you got to break it down for them. Okay. Well, they already know, but break it down for us Americans. <laughs> But yeah, when I say first generation, uh, my family's from Liberia. Um, me and my little brother are the only ones that were born here in the United States. Mm-hmm. So first generation Americans is what I'm referring to. Oh, so okay. yeah. Okay. So have you ever actually lived in Liberia? No, I haven't. Because um, basically, I was born in '87. Um, the war started at the um, end, of, like towards the end of the '80s. Mm-hmm. So, did not have the opportunity to go. It lasted two decades. Oh, Jesus! That's so, 20 years. yeah, twenty. Yeah, over twenty years. So, yeah, it lasted for a long time. So, yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to go, but I definitely look forward to it. Uh, my dad retired, so and he went back home. So, more than likely, definitely will be going. Um, but yeah, (laughs) and then, um, I am a Texas native born and raised. So yeah, Dallas, but, um, yeah, so I moved to Atlanta. I've been here Mm -hmm. for like a year now. So I've been here a year now. Mm -hmm. And so just a little bit about my art journey. Um, I've been drawing since elementary school. Um, oh, look at you answering one of my questions. Yeah. <laughs> I've been drawing since elementary school. I had a best friend. Her name was Amanda. And she was a really good artist. And I was just like, I really wanted to be able to draw like her. And so I, my mom had sent me a journal. And mm-hmm. I changed it to a sketchbook. And I just drew and drew and drew every day because mm-hmm. it was supposed to be like a journal for me to like write in, but you know, I didn't really care about diary entries at the mm-hmm. time. So I just drew in it every day and I got progressively better over time. Cause you know, whenever you're younger, everybody has like a big head and little bodies. Yes. Oh, All my drawings was like that. Oh yeah. Big head, little bodies is definitely a thing. And I was never good with the hands. So I drew them like with their Oh yeah. Everybody does the little, their... <laughs> yeah. The hands behind the back. You got to put the hands behind the back. It's too challenging. Yeah. Or everybody's got those little weird little boots. Yeah, oh, <laughs> because you can, no one knows how to do shoes or the feet. Yeah, and then the heels are the, like the little rectangles. Like, yeah, that was me. How that we perceive me. things as kids is very hilarious. It is, but uh, yeah, so I started from that and then um, just continued to draw and got more and more passionate and took little, what little funds I would get and get me more sketchbooks. Mm-hmm. And I just continued to practice and study. And so when I say study, because, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you just got to keep drawing, you're going to get better. But I'm just like, no, it takes a lot of studying because you have to change how you perceive things. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, the fundamentals are important. So you mm-hmm. do learning your shapes and color theory and things like that. But to break things down, to really understand and then utilize those basic skills to hone in and get better. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, um, using using reference and you know that's, that's those are ways of studying and and um i remember uh in high school i got like a fashion illustration book Ooh. yeah and so um yeah i wanted to be into um, fashion design 
Um, so we all have been there. Oh yeah, especially that baby fat error. Like everybody oh, wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's like we all come more. What you yes. mean? Put juicy on the butt too. I can make that happen. So, but yeah, so yeah, I wanted to do fashion, so I really studied the book. But like, it helped with you know anatomy and like how many heads to to make a body and things like that. Right. And then really putting things in perspective regarding like where it goes, where and how many heads does it take to do you know make a chest or you know so it helped to change perspective of like how the body should be drawn but um yeah so I was just really interested in what I'm one of those people who whenever I'm interested in something I'm like gonna deep dive and figure things out so I'll read books and I'll look up articles and uh, yeah I do a lot of research so yeah and I'm I have I'm not opposed to you know learning the basics again. Like I've learned the basics of art over and over and over again. So I'm just like, it's okay to humble yourself because you know mm-hmm. over time you feel like you get like oh I'm better than the basics. I don't need to even worry about that. But in reality, it's good to stop and reflect because sometimes yeah. you um you miss things that are skills that you have in your artillery but you forgot and by refreshing yourself you sharpen your skills exactly because um back in 2021 i retook a basis course okay and that really helped me with my art because at the time i felt kind of stagnant and i was just like okay well i'm gonna go ahead and pay for this course and you know, brush up, let me brush up on the fundamentals. And then that, then with that class, it made me remember so many things that mm-hmm. I had learned that I had forgotten. Oh, and right. so it really helped. Like so, a refresher course. Yeah. Just like in other professions, you know, things are ever changing, ever evolving. So yeah. I commend you for doing the basics again, because it could be something, like you said, it helped you with what you do now and it makes you a better artist. It's not, People, you guys know how I feel. You should never stop learning, never stop growing, never stop um, reaching for greatness or achieve higher. Yeah. Because you can always learn something that you didn't know. Even though, you know how they say with technology, ever evolving, ever changing. Same thing with art. It's ever changing, ever evolving. You want to know what just popped in my head? Have you ever watched the Netflix series, She's Gotta Have It? Oh, yeah, yeah. And how, Star, uh, what was her name? Uh, something Darling? Nola Darling. Nola yeah. Darling, That's- yes. I love the original. Um, I'm a, a love Spike Lee film, mm-hmm. so like I've seen like all of them. Yeah, and um, she's got to have it as like my one of my ultimate faves yes. out of his. And I loved how she was so artistic. Yeah, how they showed that you can make a career out of being a full time artist. Yeah. Yes, it takes a lot of work, sacrifice, and tears and things like that. Oh yeah, it just re- that's what this. When I think, because I've seen her paintings and I see that she's doing this painting now, you guys, it's just, it's coming together just like the picture that she showed, but that's neither here nor there. Y'all gonna have to come to one of her shows to see it live if you're in the Georgia Atlanta area. That's where you gonna have to come. Anywho, but like just to see how she evolved as an artist, where she thought that she was the 
you yeah. know? And then it's just like, she got real humble. She got humbled real quick. And, but it didn't stop her drive. That's what I like, that it doesn't stop her drive. And I, I feel this aura for for you. I feel that aura. Now that I think about it, I'm like, man, okay. Just a thought, but yeah, I feel that too. Yeah. Um, gosh. Remember that episode, I think it was in season two, when she went to the little art house, when mm-hmm. she met, like, it was a whole bunch of different artists. Yeah. And she was when taken she, in that glass house. When she did the residency. Yeah, yes. I always wanted to do a residency. I'm looking. I really would like to do one. I'm. I'm looking into that. Okay. So I like to experience that. Sometimes they they vary in time length, mm-hmm. and then sometimes um they vary in location. So they have some that are overseas. They have mm-hmm. some that's in the United States. But um, I'm a parent. I'm parent to two little people who are artists themselves. But we'll um... get into that. Cause that's <laughs> one of my questions too. But yeah. But uh, with that, um, there is a residency that's like for um, artists that have kids. And so like, it's usually, it's just two weeks, mm-hmm. which is nice because yeah. it is usually during the summertime. Mm-hmm. So I um, want to look into that because, you know, um, a lot of uh, residencies, they just give you the space to be creative. Yes. Um, they offer stipends. And so typically, you know, they'll give you a stipend to like buy art supplies and things like that. And you would create for like their gallery or Mm -hmm. uh, whatever setting or event that they're going to be having. Mm -hmm. So that's basically like the interchange. Sometimes um, their stipends just compensate you. Mm -hmm. So like for your food or whatever you need during the time that you stay. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm just like, I would, I really would like to experience that. So I've been looking into that. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Because, you know, when you see stuff on TV, it's just like, oh. But then when you really research it and know mm-hmm. that you can really do that. Yeah. That's just like. It's cool. It is. Yeah. Because, like, you get the opportunity to go to a different space and you get to engage with other people who are like-minded. Yes. And then, in a way, just be inspired. So yes. that's that's the good thing. Because, like, you just get to take the time to just be creative. Mm-hmm. And that's the space that you're in. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, we, y'all, I haven't even asked one question, but I'm going to get, well, I did technically. But <laughs> I'm going to get into some of these questions here. So, with you being an artist growing up in your household, how was that? Did you get family support? Was it okay? You said your, your dad is Liberian. Like, you know, I'm just... I could be wrong. We know. So let's <laughs> let me do my disclaimer because mm-hmm. you never heard my disclaimer. Okay. But you know, my listeners know um, my opinion is not always right, and sometimes I don't know things the correct way. So if it comes off wrong, don't hesitate to say it's not like that. It's like this. Yeah, I know you. You good? You good? So okay, okay. So I got you. Know, I gotta let it be known because I don't want people to think that I know it all when I don't. Yeah. So like you know in reading or in the sense of like movies and things like that you know Africans typically you know put more pressure on their children to be doctors lawyers um something where they're like I call them big words like (laughs) anthropologist or whatever the case whatever it is so Growing up with a Liberian dad, how was that when you're like, I just want to be an artist. I love, it's a passion of mine. How did he take that? 
Well, like, so for the longest, no one knew I could draw. Really? Yeah. Like, it was kind of like a hidden thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I did it all the time, Mm -hmm. but no one really knew. So my dad didn't know that I drew until about, like, eighth grade. Okay. Yeah. And so um, I did some type of project or whatever. And then, um, no, was it eighth? Yeah, it was eighth grade. Yeah, because I did some type of project and I had it home. And my dad's like, who did this? And I was like, oh, I did. And he was like, oh, wow, you draw? And then, and then like, he would tell everybody all the time. He's like, oh. if he sees a picture, she's like, if she sees a picture of you, she could draw it. She could draw it. My daughter's an artist, blah, blah. But, like, whenever um, I got older and I was like, oh, I want to do fashion. Mm-hmm. And I was... Um, I was going to college and I wanted to go to SCAD. So the college mm-hmm. is right out here um, in Savannah. The, okay. Yeah. The, um, Cause it's the, it's a fashion school. Okay. It's our school, but it's, they have fashion program. Okay. And so my dad was like, no, you need to stay close to home. Cause mind you, I was in Texas mm-hmm. and he's like, that's too far. So the happens, blah, blah. <laughs> so he put his foot down. So then I ended up going to Texas Women's University and I wanted to major in fashion design. So, of course, you know, that wasn't realistic in my dad's eyes. He was like, oh, that's not, you know, that's not a career. Like, you're going to, you know, you're not going to make any money. Like, what are you going to do? Like, in in my dad's eyes, it was was, um, either you're in computers or you're in the medical field. Because that's the only thing, you know, because... The way he said it was, um, if you're a doctor or a nurse, you uh, people always be sick, that's and then the computers are the, is the future. So that's what he's always said. And so, like, I've always loved science, though. Mm-hmm. And you know, I made the cardinal's mistake of answering the question of what do I want to be when I grow up when I was a kid, and yeah. I, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was my big word that I wanted to. Girl, that's so funny. Cause like I didn't know what it was called, so I was like, "Oh, I want to be a doctor for kids." And my dad was like, "Oh, pediatrician." I was like, "Yeah," because I was like, "I like helping people." But um, you can help people in many various ways. But as a kid, you don't know the how fast that is mm-hmm. until you get older. But yeah, I did always love science. I used to watch surgeries for fun, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and like in high school, because I really wanted to see whether it was for me or not, mm-hmm. I took a lot of science courses. So mm-hmm. I took like microbiology, pathophysiology, like uh, I took um, biology too, which wasn't required, but the AP um, biology mm-hmm. class. So like I took a lot of science courses. Okay. I've dissected so many things. <laughs> But I just realized that I did not want to devote four years of undergrad, um, another uh, two years in residency. You know, I just I just didn't see myself like, you know, a good eight years of my life Mm -hmm. to try to be a doctor or be a nurse or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So um, senior year, I was like, I'm going to pivot. I switched academies and I went over to the arts academy Mm because our school had academies, kind of like how you have majors. I think think around that time when we were in school, that's when they implemented it Mm -hmm. and everybody had to choose which avenue they wanted to go in. So I think we were the guinea pigs. Girl, because like um, for my high school, they had that preset. So like people would come to our school to see what the academies were like. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Okay. So like from, cause like whenever I entered ninth grade, they offered like a LVN program. Mm-hmm. So like you could start from ninth grade and by the time you graduate, you would have an LVN, mm-hmm. your LVN license. Like, yeah. So like our school had a lot of things going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like, but senior year I did switch academies. Okay. And so all my electives were like towards art versus science. Mm-hmm. And so I took, um, I, was, I joined the Nat- National Art Honor Society um, I was in AP art classes. Right. Um, so, and I took art history because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I took all, I took all the art classes I wanted to take because I was just like, I really want to experience it. Because mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, I took art classes because they required electives. Right. But um, this time I just, you know, I did the advanced courses and I was doing the arts and I really always enjoyed it. And I've always ended up coming back to it because when I wasn't doing art, I was doodling on everything. And like, I just remember getting um, a test back and my teacher was like, well, no, she's like, please stop drawing on your assignments. (laughs) So that's when you knew when you were a senior in high school that you really wanted to take it serious and yeah. pursue art. Yeah. So uh, with that, of course, um, you know, after going to call after um, starting college, I did not finish. Mm-hmm. But after starting college, I was just like, I really want to do fashion design. But like m- between my uncle and my dad tag teaming and lecturing me, mm-hmm. it I just didn't um, I didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. And so over the years, I was like, oh, I got to be responsible. And because I wasn't going to school, I was like, oh, I'm going to work. So I worked multiple jobs, like mm-hmm. like I had kids before I had kids. <laughs> um, but ultimately, um, 2016 is when I got back to art. Because like I, I kind of like was on a hiatus for a minute. Okay. Um, because I was, you know, being an adult and being responsible, you know yeah. what I mean? Putting yeah. the kid things behind, yeah. which that's not necessarily how to even look at it. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that, I ended up just going back to art because it just felt like, you know, I was missing something. Mm-hmm. And so then I started um, traditionally painting um, in 2016 again. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, with that, um, by 2020, I think everybody picked up a new hobby or whatever. But I told myself, I was like, I'm going to, you know, reinvest in and I'm going to go ahead and get start doing digital art because, you know, digital art, you know, that started being more and more popular. And I was just like, OK, well, I'm late to the game, but I'm going to go ahead and learn. Right. So I got me my iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up getting me um, the, you know, the, the iPhone at the time. And then I got a Mac because I was just like, well, if I'm going to go ahead and do it, I might as well go ahead and get everything. So I went ahead and got everything. And um, I got my Wacom and I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and learn how to draw digitally. Mm-hmm. It took me about two years mm-hmm. to get to like the same level that I am on paper yeah. as I am digitally. Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask because, you know, with the new wave of the future and things changing, you know, and for people who don't know or for the artist who's just starting out, what is the, like, how would you compare or say the difference between digital drawing and regular freehand drawing? Well, I would say um, it's pretty much um, pretty much the same. You use a lot of the same skills. The only thing is, is that with digital, it's a little bit more challenging because software is involved. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to navigate the system that you're using. I know Photoshop could be very intimidating yeah. because it has a lot of features in it. 
But um, yeah, it's a matter of learning the software. So not only are you like getting accustomed to doing something on a tablet, um, you are also learning the, um, like whether it be Photoshop or Procreate, mm-hmm. um, you're learning the tips and tricks, you're learning the tips and tricks and you're utilizing the tools within that system. And so that's, that's what basically me get just getting used to doing it in a digital format and yeah. then using the tools and getting mm-hmm. familiar mm-hmm. and how to manipulate and use my layers and things like that. Yeah. So it involves a lot. So if you're traditional and you're converting over, a lot of people get discouraged. I'm yeah. not going to lie. A lot of people get discouraged and just say, forget it. Yeah. And um, it takes time. So mm-hmm. it took me about two years to finally be like, okay, I'm really comfortable doing this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and like I said, I have taken courses. So like mm-hmm. the basics course I took, um, I worked off of Photoshop and mm-hmm. I used my Wacom. Okay. And so, so explain what a Wacom is. Oh, it was a drawing tablet. Okay. So it was like it's an industry wide used tool. Okay. Um, so basically the one that I have is the one where I could see what I'm doing. Because like okay. Wacom has different types of digital tablets, mm-hmm. but mine is the um I think it's called the Cigna mm-hmm. and it's the uh twenty two inch one. Yeah. Well, it's not the biggest one because they have a bigger one, but it's like the one next to the bigger one. It's the biggest one and then there's the one I have. So mine's right next to it. But yeah, so I started using that to get, you know, in my course because I wanted to get more familiar with Photoshop again because I've taken, because I'm on an off again relationship with college. Um, (laughs) I've taken um, a Photoshop class before. And so I just wanted to get Mm reacclimated in a drawing sense. Right. Because the other class was more of like graphics. So Mm -hmm. like editing photos and things like that. Because, yeah, yeah, because Photoshop is literally made for photographers. It's not made for artists Mm -hmm. to create in it. But we make it work because we're artists and we make whatever we are given work. So, um, that's basically what's for. So that's why Adobe also has like illustrator. So mm-hmm. that's why that's where you're supposed to paint in, but you know, people still use Photoshop cause it is industry wide. So whether it be animation or whichever. Right. Because you know, <laughs> us social media people, this AI thing is like, have people in the chokehold right now. Like, yeah. People who are not normally artists are like, thinking that they're doing something. I mean, they are. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They are. And it's just like, you know, you have Canva, then you got PixArt, and you got all these different software to be creative. And people are <clears throat> creating digitally where in our day, in the 90s, <laughs> True. you know, we took the paintbrush and the paint or the drawing pencil. Yeah. And, you know... I know people still create art that way, yeah. but like this new age, everything is so digital. And I really appreciate that the, um, what I'm trying to say that, you know, when they were thinking of technology, they kept artists in mind so that they can stay up on the trends. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's like, cause like to talk about the whole AI thing. I know that, um, in the art community is like, here or there Mm -hmm. so um kind of like the whole nft thing Mm -hmm. it was here or there Mm -hmm. um you have artists that really don't like it and then you have artists who are you know working with it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean 
Um, I feel like the whole AI thing, I feel um, in my mind, the way that I see it, I feel like it's like any fad. Because yeah. like, um, if yeah. you, because um, one thing about me, I, I like history and things like that. So mm-hmm. even when it comes to art history, when the camera came out, Mm-hmm. so you know like we're not the actual like handheld camera yeah. but like the old school Ooh, you know one, camera camera the one you have you had muscles yeah to, to take photos with yeah. so like people people really thought that because of photography it was going to kill art yeah because now you can just take a picture of it so mm-hmm. versus you know the king getting painted by a, an artist to capture their picture yeah and also, side note, a lot of those photos, uh, the coins and all the different stuff, that's not how those people look like. Yeah. Because because um, the artists, well, like, the artists would be, like, they would be killed if they depicted them ugly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, oh, yeah, so. so they were scared to lose their life if they Oh, yeah, so they made them more beautiful than what they were. So, yeah, that's not how they look like on them points. But, uh, <laughs> like, especially, like, the raining times. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. So they look like no people trying to save their lives. Um, so um, yeah, so with the whole AI um, like thing, I really feel like it's gonna be more like a, the NFT thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like yeah, right now it's popular or anything, something like that. But I feel like ultimately it's be like more like a Pinterest, like how you be inspired by like a photo, you use that as reference, yeah. or you take it and you edit yeah. it and you make it work for whatever mm-hmm. you need to work for. But and do I think it, it will take over the need for actual artists? No, um, because the thing is, is that with AR AI generated art, it's literally taking um, reference from. It's actually taking images from other art that's already been created, created. and melding it together. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not the biggest fan regarding um, AR art, and the reason why I say that, especially whenever it comes to depicting Black people, yeah. Um, the face variations, there's not really a lot of variations. They all really look the same. Yeah. Um, one thing I do have to say, whenever it comes to couples, they have a tendency of making the guy always darker and the mm-hmm. woman a little lighter. Even if it's two dark skin yeah. people in the it image. Yeah, there's a the woman still lighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm just like, that's not really ex- showing the lens of like, capturing black people because like back to the whole camera thing the camera initially could not capture dark image as well right that is true yeah so like for instance whatever it comes to like black people and how we look like in those pictures Mm -hmm. which is also why in film and cinema how they also depicted us because i'm just like you have to think whenever it came to dark images they did not it was not made for us so whenever it comes to technology there are those biases that are implanted in it Mm -hmm. so like mind you whenever you do ai generated art and you look up black people they're always skinny and the man is always muscular like you know what i mean Mm -hmm. unless you're putting in plus size and but then whenever you put in plus size you always have the same type of figure yes big boobs big butt big thighs and little weight you know what i mean or like if they do have a stomach then they have a stomach but it's still a big emphasis on big thighs big butt big breasts you know what i mean so it's not really you know i feel like 
with the biases that there are regarding black people and mm-hmm. how black people are um, idealized in the minds of others, that's how AI is generating out the photos. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people are looking at it as that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm an artist, yeah. um, and black artist. I am. I'm a black artist and I emphasize mostly on black women whenever yeah. I'm drawing them. So whenever it comes to that, I think about all these things and I'm just like, okay, um, one thing about social media and mm-hmm. about um, technology, um, it generates what they think that you're going to like yeah, and what they think. Cause I say it, what they think, cause you got to think about it. The people who are behind these things don't look like us. Don't at all. <laughs> so I'm just they look like the palms of our hands. <laughs> So I'm, I'm just saying, so... Because, the inferior race, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Sorry, <laughs> had to throw that in there. But, like, they, they don't look like us. Right. So what you're generating and what you're putting out there, although it might be aesthetically pleasing to you, but it's the same way, like, how Facetune is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They make your nose smaller. It makes your eyes bigger. It mm-hmm. makes your lips, you know, it looks yeah. a certain way. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever it comes to the AI-generated art, I'm like, especially now when I go on Pinterest and I'm looking up, like, reference photos, yeah. I see so many generated um, AI yeah, art pieces. And I'm just like, it kind of sucks because I'm like, I'm looking for, like, raw photos of, like, us and yeah. i'm not really getting that yeah. anymore the, like the way i was yeah. before so i got to be more specific on my search right. in order to find the type of photos that i'm looking for mm-hmm. and so um that kind of sucks because i'm just like ultimately the this is what molds and changes people's minds of how they should view things um for instance or just to view themselves yeah because like for instance whenever we were growing up like i know um back in the 90s like yeah. the whole uh cocaine sheet and being super skinny yeah. and so so in like you had to be a negative zero to you know to be it yeah. and so constantly seeing those images creates creates that body dysmorphia and things like that mm-hmm. so i feel like the ai generated art feeds into that yeah. narrative because mm-hmm. of the standard look yeah. that you see all the time and i'm just like you're not going to get the variation of us and yeah. the beauty of it the real raw variation mm-hmm. because nobody looks the same exactly no even when you go even when they try to perfect their looks and things of that nature you still don't look the same yeah because i'm i'm just like you're not gonna you're gonna put in um you know black queen and you're not going to get the girl with freckles yeah. Or you're not going to get the albino chick. You're not going to get, you're not going to get, you know, that variation. You're not going to get with someone with short kinky hair because every single photo, they have a big, huge froze, long yes. flowing froze, yes. looser curl, curl textures. Like you're not, you're not catching the nuances yes. throughout, mm-hmm. you know, our, our essence. Mm-hmm. And then you could always tell us AI generated because it just lacks the human touch mm-hmm. and i i could spot a photo every time i mm-hmm. spot them every time even the ones that look like people yeah and people are like oh this looks real i'm like no, no. i'm like <laughs> um because like as an artist i could see the flaws yeah so like with ai generated art it does not have a perception of depth 
Yeah. And when I say that, what I mean is like, for instance, you'll see um, the image of like a woman holding a handbag mm -hmm. and the handbag would disappear over her body because yes. it doesn't understand that it's supposed to go over, over the, the body. body. Yeah, because <laughs> I see some of them where they generate more fingers. Yeah. More fingers. Um, or their fingers look weird. Feet are weird, weird. too mm -hmm. because it doesn't understand like how that pans out. So, like, as an artist, so, like, you have, um, I follow some artists yeah. who um, have, um, who jumped on the AI journey. Mm -hmm. um, that's the, that's the, one of the AI tools. Mm -hmm. And so, they created beautiful pieces yeah. using, um, you know, AI generated art that, um, that it generated and then created their own piece from it. And so, like, and then, like, correcting all, all the, the things mm -hmm. that were the wrong. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, making it and then creating into their style. And so, th there's, there, it can be used as a tool to create great art. Yes. Yeah. But for you to generate art and then to go into art competition and think that you are going to be judged the same way as another artist who put in um, the learning and put in all the work to create their piece that's not the same. So right. like you do have people who are AI generated artists and I do quotations cause I'm just like, you're putting in prompts and you're generating photos that come from actual okay. artists. So you can't say that that work the is the same. Yeah. It's not, you're not, let, put it like it is. You're not on the same level. Yeah. It's, it's not the same thing. Mm -mm. So, um, yeah. So you have people who, um, try to get their work like copyright and things like that and they can't because the thing is the reason why you can't is because all those pieces come from actual pieces that like like um, whenever it comes to like doing art whenever mm -hmm. I create an art piece automatically it's a copywritten thing yeah because I created it and mm -hmm. I posted it online you know what I mean yeah so I'm just like because these are actual these images belong to people Mm -hmm. That's the reason why they can't credit themselves as the artist of that piece because it incorporates other pieces. Yeah. Otherwise, you will be sued. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, otherwise, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, it that's, doesn't, it doesn't pay out. Yeah. And then um, that's why it's such a tricky thing whenever it comes to um, the AI art and mm -hmm. how to go about that without. Um, and how to legally go about it. You know what I mean? Right. So there's just a lot of things that have to be worked on regarding it. Um, I I mean, there there's, you know, there's beautiful images that come from it, but, you know, it's just, it, it leads us back to the whole art community and the whole drawing pretty girls thing. Yes. Like, all, like all, all, the, all the very pretty girls on Pinterest. It yes. gives that feel. Yeah. So it's just like all the pretty AI pieces. Like, you know, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very polished, very nice. There's no pores. Everybody's super skinny and, you know, beautiful or whatever. But I'm just, yeah. When that's not reality. It's not reality. Because, like, what's crazy is that someone had posted an AI-generated photo of, like, back in, like, um, the like back maybe like the I want to say it looked like it might have been like the 40s mm -hmm. and they were trying to make it depict like oh well black history moment I'm just like I know this is AI generated because yeah. those people did not <laughs> look like this at that time yeah. and I'm just like people have to realize that you know it's just going to spew out what it thinks that you're going to like you mm -hmm. know what I mean yeah. versus you know Something having authentic. that 
Yeah. And that's and that's the thing that it lacks. Yeah. Yeah. Authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. That's really deep. And I mean, I never really looked at it that way, but now I see like, okay, it's not to bash any yeah. people. It's just like you can't generate something and put it out there and say, This is what I created, this is my art. You know, yeah. I'm better than so and so and such and such. Like, let's pipe down, Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Let's let's really do some art. Yeah. Know? So yeah. I get it. I get it. But um moving right along, mm-hmm. how do you feel or do you feel that art is important in our community, in our society yeah. as black people? Absolutely. I mean, art is multifaceted. So it's not just the visual art that I do, but there's also music. Like I'm influenced by music all the time. Yeah. Um, Music helps me creatively. Mm -hmm. Um, It inspires me. It helps me, you know, think things through. So I'm just like, whether it be music, a dance, um, that's all forms of art. There's so many variations of art. Mm-hmm. And one thing about artists is that we're multifaceted. So if you're yeah. creative drawing, like more than likely you're, you could build things or you could, you know, sing or you could dance or like there's so many ways that we um, communicate. So mm-hmm. um, for instance, if you're, you know, um, just like even spoken word, your words or you an author, it's all art. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine the black experience or just being black and not being some type of creative mm-hmm. because even people who I hear people say all the time, oh, I'm not an artist, I'm not an artist. I'm, I'm just like, if you craft anything with your hands, your mouth, <laughs> like you you are an artist mm-hmm. your feet whatever like we love to dance and we love to celebrate and we love yeah. to make each other laugh and, and i'm just like these are all forms of art so i can't imagine mm-hmm. like being being human mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. having art it's mm-hmm. it's essential mm-hmm. cuz not everybody can articulate verbally not everybody yeah. can articulate you know um with words or not everybody could articulate with you know their hands like there's just multiple Mm -hmm. ways to get those emotions out yeah or your thoughts out or your Mm -hmm. ideas and be able to engage and connect with other people so art is essential I mean, before there was words, there's pictures. Yes. So I'm like hieroglyphs. Like, what do you think mm-hmm. those are? Like, without art, how will we have communicated or yeah. documented history and things like that? So I'm just like, it's all essential. Yeah, I can see it because when you were talking, I was thinking like, so you can't, you can't just put art in a box. Oh no, you can't because it's like you said, it's so many different variations, so many different ways you can be an artist. It's not just about painting. It's not just about singing or dancing. Like you said, you could be creative with your words. You know, I love listening to poetry. I love hearing wordplay that makes you think. And it's just like, you know, sometimes I be hearing artists like, you know, especially poets. And I just like, why can't I just (laughs) articulate like that? Like you just put everything that I'm saying, like, yeah, writing your poems. So art is, it may be a three letter word, but it's so big. Yeah. So big. It's nothing that we do each day that doesn't involve art. Exactly. Like my podcast. It's 
it's art to me. Yeah. Because I'm expressing how I feel about my community or trying to educate my community. Yeah. You know, that's why I have these episodes because I feel like if I just reach one person, just one person, I feel like I've done my job. Yeah. If I only get one listener, every episode that I post, I'm doing something. Yeah, exactly. Be- because somebody's listening and it, it can inspire them and things like that. Because um, I don't know if I ever told you, I may have, I don't know. But um, like when I started this, my podcast, you know, it was in the midst of quarantine. And that's when a lot was going on in our community. Yeah. Where we were being killed, like left and right, things of that nature. So I just needed to shine a positive light in what we do, you know, and it's, we, it's not all about being hard or thug or shoot somebody carrying isn't it's, that's not what we are. We're not intimidating. We're not scary. We are just people too. Like, I don't like the idea that, you know, people are scared of us or they have to act a certain way when they're around us, like, no. And I really, I really don't like when people call black people Oreos, where because they can articulate and they don't talk in slang or they don't, ha- they don't have Ebonics in their vocabulary that they're an Oreo. So it's just like, it's okay to express who you are and you're still an artist. Yeah. Because, like, basically, it's just, like, negating their blackness because you want to associate education with whiteness. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. That, 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 is, that is nerve-wracking. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But uh, whenever it comes to just, you know, be, being black and being creative and just navigating life, mm-hmm. I just feel that... Um, I feel like with with art, it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. It mm-hmm. connects us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in so many ways. It, it it you know it brings us all together in community. I do have to say that. Come mm-hmm. just like whether it be your favorite song, how everybody just jumps up. Yeah, yeah. Like if you so I would I would give you a little spoiler because I know mm-hmm. you ain't watching yet. So I watched Abby. Uh, Evan, no, I haven't watched the episode yet. <laughs> oh my god! When they played the one song, it made her go back to how she was. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I ain't gonna spoil it for you. That's yeah. all I'm gonna say. And it just made me think, like, no matter when this song comes on, mm-hmm. when you hear this song by Juvenile, you oh yeah, nine nine to two thousand, yeah. yeah. It'll be, and it's just like everybody coming out, yeah. You know it, that. Like that song will always get us, no matter. Yes. What, yes. What we are doing that song is any girl, whether you in the little booties club or the big booties club. You coming out? You coming out and yes, working with something. Yeah, you know, exactly. I get it. I get it. It unites us. Every time yeah. you hear a certain, you don't even gotta hear. It could be a smell, and it could bring each other. Oh yeah. You know, bring us together like. Um, my first movie. thing was our first thing I thought was ribs. You, yeah. I'm sorry, but like you know, 
Yes, girl. Especially when they done on a grill. Yes. Or like when you start smelling cookout food. Remember when yes. you kids, when you smell cookout food, you know that cookout was about to be bomb because all the cousins was going to be there. Mm-hmm. All the aunts and uncles and stuff, they and they been grown drinking and smoking while we outside terrorizing the streets. Like, yes. That it was that fun. A lot of memories. Girl, what? Man, my childhood was lit. I didn't <laughs> know what staying in the house was. No. But that's another. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's another story. But back on topic. Yes. I can divert a lot. But um, this past weekend, we went to an art show. Yeah. So tell the listeners about that. Tell us about the art show. and. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, this was at Atlanta, Turkey. So, like, it's like Atlanta and Kentucky put together. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a brewery downtown. And so, um, with me, I'm always looking for opportunities. I know a lot of artists like to ask me, like, how do you find your opportunities? Um, typically, I just change up my algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, I followed hashtags like call for art mm-hmm. and... Um, art residency and like you know just different things to change my feed so that opportunities come on my um, instagram so typically if you see me scrolling it's usually because i'm looking for different opportunities and i'll be reposting through the stuff on my stories i do but um (laughs) she has a lot of opportunities she's like i know i just had to put a little pin right here and just you know you know gloat about my friends oh goodness (laughs) so she's always She's always looking for the next opportunity, and that inspires me. I just want to let you know that Aww. inspires me. So one, we were out. Was it after? It was right after New Year's when you were submitting, trying to get all that, find different things that you wanted to do in twenty twenty four. Yeah. And when I, we were out at a lounge, <laughs> and she's scrolling, scrolling, typing, 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 scrolling, scrolling, typing, typing, typing. And then when we got home, let me hurry up and submit this because in February it's an art show and I got to make sure my art. So let me, I mean, she, she filled out so many applications <laughs> that like once February got here, she forgot that she had. Yo, I did. I'm not going to lie. Filled out I, I really did. For a different art show. Like that's inspiring. You, you got to be on the phone. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it's about. That's why I say this February, you gotta rock it. Like, don't let this February go by and then you didn't so you didn't really rep your blackness. Be proud. Granted, they tried to give us, like I told y'all last week, they tried to give us the shortest month of the year to celebrate black history, but they gave but they didn't know it was elite year, so it's 29 days. (laughs) But you you went hard like when 2024 came in you hit the ground running you may not see it progressing now but you did hit the ground running because you started putting in those applications fast i was like (laughs) we're gonna be at art shows this year because basically i have an event every month up until june so yeah, I've already got things I've been accepted and, you know. Oh, I'm going to be at a whole bunch of art shows. If y'all see me in the Atlanta area at art shows, just say hi. We're gonna, hey, we going to be outside this summer. She's she going to be outside this summer. I'm just going to say, she's going to be outside this summer, guys. I'm going to be in here. She's lying. 
recording she, she, she will be you. she will be recording episodes that is true but she will be outside this summer that's for a fact mark my words that's for another episode no i'm just saying i'm just gonna put it on the record wow she put on put it on the record okay yeah okay mm-hmm. hey I'm going to be inside recording my episodes. I just wanted you guys to know that. But who, like, yes. Yeah, she she sure is. Once a week, she's going to be <laughs> dropping them episodes for y'all on Fridays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Why? Hot and ready for you. But the rest of the time, she's going to be out here in these streets. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I told y'all a few weeks ago about my horrifying um, catfishing moments. I ain't been in nobody's streets, okay? She's going to be outside. Anywho. Outside. Anywho, mm-hmm. so about the art show that we went to this past weekend? Yeah, so um, basically, you know, had our host outside. And um, <laughs> so we went to um, we went to the brewery. It was cool. Um, it basically was like an artist showcase. So like they had performances there. Mm-hmm. Um, of course there was other artists that were, the artwork was depicted. If mm-hmm. you have the opportunity, definitely go check it out. I will be posting, um, details in, on my Instagram. So definitely feel free to check it out. And our artwork will be exhibited until March 2nd. Okay. So definitely feel free. Um, and so, and then of course, um, at the end of the month, I'm going to be um, driving out to Fort Worth, Texas. Um, there's a barbershop mm-hmm. that, uh, messaged me and wants to, um, depict my art in their barbershop. Ooh. So, um, they're part of like the arts district in downtown mm-hmm. Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. So, um, my art will be exhibited there. They do have art walks. Okay. So if y'all know are familiar with the artworks that are going on in Fort Worth, Texas, definitely check it out. My art will be exhibited for the month of art for the month of March. And um yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm about to say, yeah, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna I'm gonna be there um, a couple times this year. Um because there's just um there's that and that of course I have to go pick up my art again but yeah there's just different multiple different events um here in the Atlanta area I know I'm going to be part of the um the black girl art show that's like June mm-hmm. um the pancake and boo show I believe that might be um that might be either I think it's May Mm-hmm. For the Pancake Boo show, um, the Chocolate Art Show is actually on my birthday, March twenty second and yeah, the twenty third. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's gonna we'll be, be for March. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're just like different events that I have going on, uh, for the month of April. Um, I'm gonna be back in uh, Dallas for the Deep Ellum Art Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, gonna be going on. It's a big, huge art fair that takes over downtown, basically. But yeah, I'm going to be participating in that too. So yeah, just a lot of things coming up. Um, I plan on participating more the rest of the year as well. But of course, um, those are, are going to be in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, speaking of in the works, I'm working on new art. Um, so my collection is called Boys Over Flowers. Yes. Those of y'all that... <laughs> we got to talk about it. We have to talk about it because... 
I, I seen when the painting was just sketches and now it's like painted. So, well, not all the way finished, but almost. It's, it's, yeah, it's very inspiring. So what, let's talk about your collection. Okay. What inspired this? You said boys. Over flowers. Over flowers. Yeah. Where did you get that title and how did that come into fruition? Well, I always want to say, first and foremost, I'm a nerd. So I like all sorts of stuff, <laughs> but um, I love K dramas. So those of y'all who are into K dramas, y'all know what Boys Over Flowers is. It's a series. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. It's about these four boys, and uh, basically there's this chick. Uh, she's she's poor, and the four boys are rich, and they're the most popular boys in school or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I like the name, and I like the show. But um, the title of my collection has nothing to do with the K-drama. I just like the name. I like the title of the show. So I was like, ooh, that's incorporating my thought and my idea for my collection. So I went ahead and took the name. Mm -hmm. So, yes, it's called Boys Over Flowers. But my meaning in reference to my collection, Mm -hmm. I wanted to depict Black men in a different light. So, (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry, I have to go on a little tangent a little bit. But... My listeners know my love for Black men. Just You took the words right out of my mouth, how they're viewed and how they are, like, they, like you have to be scared of them. They're too masculine. It's something, if they're, if they do something, like, that's remotely not masculine enough, you're, like, demasculating them. And now they have this thing now that if a guy does something a certain way or do something out of the ordinary, it's quote unquote sassy. Oh yeah. The sassy moment. Yeah. It's just like, they're, it, they, they don't do it to any other race, but our race. But like the thing is, is that we also have to take accountability in our community too. Cause like, I, I know everybody hates this word. I know this word is so overused, but patriarchy mm-hmm. is a real thing. It is. Cause I'm just like, the thing is, is that, okay, if we're looking within our community, mm-hmm. whenever it comes to our boys, you're not supposed to cry. Yes. Why are you crying? You need to man up. Yes. Oh, oh, I can't have my son crying like that. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like you, you hear moms do it. You hear mm-hmm. dads do it. Oh, you know, suck it up. You know, I'm a, yeah. you know, punch a kid or you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so, um, black men are just not raised to really show their emotions so like now that it like this is just a time for awakening so everybody's having their awakening moment everybody's having more language to their emotions Mm -hmm. everybody is feeling um they're willing they're wanting to express and feel those moments yeah so now that we are progressing as a people now that we have more language to our emotions and having more connection to our spirituality and things like that he, mm-hmm. like men are coming to a point where like they want to be able to express themselves the way they need to because yes. guess what they're human like yes. everybody else like <laughs> so 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 we saying that because i believe that yeah because like between all the tropes like whether you gotta be a strong black man or a strong black woman yes. like no we are 
we cry, we get angry, yeah. we are happy, we, we are emotions. sad. Yeah. See, like we we're we're people. We all have blood. Like you yeah. know, we all bleed the same. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like, whenever it comes to um, black men, like it's hyper masculinized. Mm-hmm. I know that's probably not an actual word, but I'm using it, and that's the word I'm going to create or use. Um, words. <laughs> yes, we're creating words around here. <laughs> I mean, I'm from the South. We create a lot of words. Yeah. So, um, yeah, hyper-masculinized. But, um, yeah, so, and the thing is, is that that narrative has been fed so much. It's like, oh, I'm too much of a man, you know, oh, I can't do that. Like, um, yeah, so I just wanted to depict black men a little differently um i've seen some photographers take photos of black men with flowers and things like that Mm -hmm. so i just like i just wanted to create my own interpretation of that to show black men in a in just a different light they don't have to be super sexy or they don't have to be oh i gotta be super strong like Mm -hmm. i wanted to show a kind of like a vulnerability Mm -hmm. because i'm just like i i allow my son to cry Yes, you know what I mean. I allow my son to express himself. Yeah, because so many there's so like so many black people. Just overall, like black people, don't show their emotions. Um, but like with with black men, with men in general, but with black men specifically, yeah. Um, anger, either anger or um, sex is basically the only thing that they are allowed to emote without criticism. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's insane because they're definitely not a monolith. <laughs> they yeah. definitely, there definitely are arrays of feelings that people have. And I'm like, usually whenever it comes to, you know, the big pitch of anger, there's like, there's other emotions that yeah. are, yeah. are expressing yeah. what, what's really going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, there, there's so much more than just, I'm a man. You know what yeah. I mean? So I just wanted to just depict that with art. Okay. Yeah. So with the color choices mm-hmm. and with the, how I want, what flowers I'm choosing and things mm-hmm. like that, like all that is just going to be encompassed into the message I'm putting out there. And basically the message is just, just that black men can be vulnerable. Yes. They can be beautiful. Mm-hmm. They can be sweet yes. and, you know, kind and, that's just basically what I'm depicting with my heart. Like, I, you know, I'm not saying all of that out there in person, but that's just what I want people to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really one of those people. Like, I typically don't name my pieces okay. um, unless I have to, which s- tends to happen sometimes. <laughs> so, like, that's the only reason I just be grasping straws trying to figure out a name. Mm-hmm. But really, I don't really care to name my pieces. I just like to create. But like I have, sometimes I have like a big idea behind what the what the piece is, and sometimes I'm just mm-hmm. creating and just mm-hmm. trying to get my feelings out. Yeah. And so it could just be basic like that. But with this collection, um, I definitely did have that in mind, mm-hmm. and that was on the forefront. And and I always get asked all the time, why don't you make drawing men? Why don't you make men? <laughs> and I was just like, uh, for the longest, I was like, I don't really care to. I'm like, I'm a black woman, and I want to see black, beautiful women. Yeah. And I want to see them depicted in the way I want to see them depicted. Because yeah. like, just like how um, black men are hypersexualized, so are black women. Yeah. And so whenever it comes to art, I'm just like, 
the way we're depicted or sometimes we're not even depicted. Sometimes we're not even a thought. Um, a lot of our artists don't even get recognized. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to depict black women in the way I wanted to depict them. Yeah. I wanted to have them seen in a different light. Yeah. Um, like for instance, um, I've joined some alternative art shows. And when I say alternative, they're definitely, you know, for the grown folks, yeah. um, you know, exploring, um, like exploring sex and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, since we're hypersexualized, I just wanted to depict, um, us like sex is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Sex is an enjoyable thing. Sex is a natural thing. Yeah. But I didn't want to hypersexualize, you know, my art subjects. Mm-hmm. So um, whenever I created that autonomy mm-hmm. painting. So beautiful, by the way. So basically, it's a black woman. Although, like, you know, she's she's red. So if you go on my Instagram, it's the red this the red woman. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna say red woman. Yeah. But the name is autonomy. And basically she is pleasing herself and holding her neck and like, you know, kind of choking herself in a way. And so yeah, she's just seeing her, her eyes roll back. Get <laughs> that out there. <laughs> but um yeah. So with that painting, um, I was I was purposely looking for, you know, nude images of black women. And what's so crazy is like this whole AI generated art thing talking about that. But like I was looking, if you look up black women or nude black women, how many derogatory photos you find, you do not find a lot of like you know, photography intended, mm-hmm. you know, beautiful images of black women nude, you find porn, basically. A lot yeah. of porn. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to, but like, it's kind of disappointing in a way, because yeah. I'm just like, I want to be, a, like, if you look up nude white woman, you're not going to get you know, you're going to get like, you know, art and you're yeah. going to get, you know, you're going to get a variation mm-hmm. of things. You're not going to just have, you know, somebody busting a wide open <laughs> and like, you know, no. I'm, I'm, I'm the same. And so you're not, you're not going to get those type of things. So mm-hmm. I just find it, you know, it leads into that, you know, we're hypersexualized type of thing. So I just wanted to create a different type of depiction. So with that, I chose the name autonomy because I'm just like, she's literally holding her own autonomy. Like we are allowed to have our own pleasures and have control of that. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time, whenever it comes to women and sex, it's like taboo. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be horny. You shouldn't want sex. You shouldn't, you know. This is just not how women should be. Like you should be but it's okay modest. You should be bald. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm just like we're all human. Yeah. So I'm like the same way you're horny. I'm horny too. Yeah. So you know that's the reason why I created that painting, and I love it. it and it's so and it's beautiful. yeah. I'm telling you, if you ever see it in person, or if you see it in someone's home, because that's what mm-hmm. we're hoping. <laughs> Because she did submit it at the art show that we... Yeah, so so you can view it in person. Um, if you're at, in the Atlanta area. Yeah, it's at the... at the at, Sorry, I'm probably, I'm probably going to mispronounce it, but it's A-T-L-A-N-K-T-U-C-Y. I'm a horrible speller, but it's like Atlanta and Kentucky put together. So that's the brewery 
where I um, have my art exhibited. And she's like, as soon as you um, leave the first floor and go down the stairs and get to the uh, the seated area where the bar is at, look to your left. It's going to be my painting. Like you can't miss it because she's red. She's right there yes. um, by the seating area. But yeah, um, I I really like what she's always a conversation starter. People always come over and they're just like, oh, tell me yeah. about it. When we, when we first moved into the house that we live in and that was the first thing I seen. And she was like, is it okay that this is here? You know, I don't want to offend anybody. I was like, girl, the art that people, that my son showed me, like my he's my son is not an artist, but he, he appreciates it. Appreciates, yeah, he great, does. Great art. Yeah, yeah, he really does. We talk, yeah, mm-hmm. but right. but he but he does. He definitely does. Cause um, yeah, like I was telling him I was gonna like start working on animation. He's like, let me know, let me see. I was like, cool. But um, yeah, um, my kids are used to it. Cause like, uh, what's funny? Some people they'll be like, oh, I don't know what to do with this painting, but I love it. And I'm just like, my kids seen all the new pictures. Like while I was painting that paint, that picture was right there in the living room while I was mm-hmm. painting it. So, so I'm just like, whenever it comes to the body, I never wanted my kids to be like shameful of the bodies that they have or anything like that. I wanted them to know what the actual body parts are called. I didn't do any nicknames or anything like that because, you know, I want my kids to know what it's called. So then that way, if anything wants to go down, they'll be able to express it to whoever, Mm -hmm. um, whoever the authority is at the time if I'm not present, what happened happened? with clarity. Yeah. Um, but you know, the the human body is not something that should be taboo. Or ashamed of. Yeah. So I feel like the whole, you know, um people being ashamed of their body, especially women, um, I feel like the whole shame and the whole like you gotta, you know, cover up and things like that, I feel like we just miss out because I'm just cause like um like now I feel like I dress and I'm more free. Yes. Regarding <laughs> how, how I put myself together yes. compared I mean, to it, when I was younger. It, it's motivating to someone like myself who who would rather cover up or who's ashamed of how, well, not more so ashamed, but I know other people wouldn't want to see what, what but I got. The thing is, is that you, you don't know what people want to see of what you got. That's the thing. Yeah, but me personally, like I just, I just feel like certain things should be shown in, at certain times. No, I understand. Well, like the thing is, is that I'm not knocking modesty either. Like yeah. if you're modest, it's beautiful. Because mm-hmm. like you could be covered head to toe and still be very beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, um, but for me. I, for the longest, like, I lived in Texas. You know how hot it is in Texas? I wore oh, jeans yeah. all year long, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I was just, like, I just didn't like how, you know, my thighs rubbed or, yeah. like, how they jiggled and, like, I didn't want people, you know what I mean? So I was very self-conscious. And so over the years, I was just like, you know what? This is the body that I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, regardless of whatever stage my body is in, mm-hmm. that's the body that I'm in. I'm not going to have to worry about what other people are thinking or whatever mm-hmm. for me to be comfortable. For you to be comfortable. So right. I'm like, screw that. I'm going to wear shorts. Mm-hmm. If I want to wear a crop top, I'm going to wear a crop top. 
If I don't want to wear no bra, I'm not going to wear no bra. I got small boobs. I get away with murder. <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to be braless. If nine times out of 10, I'm going to be braless. It She's is what lying. it is. <laughs> I hate a bra. We all hate a bra, but some of y'all are not a, not willing to take the bra off and it's okay. Not at all. If y'all want to wear your bra, wear your bra, but I'm going to opt out and <laughs> nipples are nipples free them. Um, so what I'm not going to do is, uh, restrict myself. Um, yeah. on the car ride home today, I took that bra right off. Um, I, I didn't even make it to the house. I was just like, nope, bra off. No bra option to wear she can't even wait till she get home. Now, mind you, we live one, in one, one, one hand driving, other hand unsnapping bra. <laughs> I'm like, hey, no, this bra got to come off. Um, yeah, no, like, mm-mm. but no, I just, I just don't really care what other people have to say about what I'm wearing. I want to wear whatever I want to wear. I love if I want to slap on some color and I want to wear sneakers or yeah. I want to wear heels or I want to switch up or do whatever or I want to wear a lingerie top and some shorts and yeah. a jacket I'm going to do it yeah and I'm just like look and if you see nipple that's your problem like if you got a problem with this, that that go go we complain to your mama because right. um, I'm just <laughs> like if a man takes off his shirt he show nipples all the time yeah. so um, titties is titty and they doing whatever they need to do so I mean we all have nipples get over yourself yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I'm just like it is what it is. And it is. It if you come to an art show of mine, you you know I might be at a, at an art show that's lingerie themed, and enough more lingerie to mm-hmm. art shows. Okay. So I'm just like yeah. I'm just I'm comfortable in the skin that I'm in. Um. You know, as my body changes, because it will change. Yeah. I'll lose weight. I'll gain weight. I'll yeah. you know whatever it is. I'm gonna embrace the body that I have at every moment. Because the thing is, is that what's so crazy is that um, after I had my daughter in my mm-hmm. mind, I was like, oh my God, I'm so big, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I just went on the picture, girl, all skinny with a little pudge. That was it. <laughs> I, I mean, post baby. I mean, yeah. like, but I was skinny as hell. Mm-hmm. And like, if you look, you're just like, oh, you just a little bloated. That's what it looked like. Yeah. So I'm just like, so I look at that and I'm just like, I had all the ample opportunities. I wish I would show my ass then. I wish yeah. I took all the pictures because you're not going to be in that state ever again you know what I mean yeah and so like now I'm looking at it I'm just like well because I have that perspective and looking at my body then and not embracing it and wishing that I did now I want to take that opportunity because I'm never going to be at this age again you know what I mean I'm never going to be in this exact state this exact body again one day I'll be 80 you know what I mean like my body is Mm -hmm. going to ever evolve and ever change Mm -hmm. so I'm just like I just want to embrace it in every stage Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm just like yeah I wear the crop top. Yeah, yeah. And why not capture it? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show my arms. I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna do this today. It is what it is. It is what it is. I want to be comfortable. Exactly. I'm gonna wear an oversized sh- shirt, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's, I'm just it's motivating. To be honest, it's very motivating. Yeah, and so like that's why with my art, it's just it's always just gonna be how I perceive our beauty. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. So with your collection, your new collection you're creating, how many pieces are you looking to create? Um, I was thinking um, possibly, I know I'm going to do two large pieces. So after this one that I'm done, mm-hmm. I already know um, what I'm going to be working on on the second one. Okay. 
Um, so it's going to be two large pieces and then I'm going to do three mini pieces. Okay. And then I want to do um, at least two art prints. Okay. So with this collection, are you doing a mixture of um, painting? Like, cause I know you're painting right yeah. now in digital art. Yeah, that's okay. correct. So with the art prints, uh, yeah, those would be digital um paintings that I'll be doing that be converted. So the the picture that you started, the digital picture that you started mm -hmm. back on Christmas. Yeah. That one is part of the yes. the collection. Now mm -hmm. let me let me make sure I got the title right. Boys Boys Over Flowers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like, although I like the title, but literally like I want it to be boys over flowers mm -hmm. because I'm like, yeah, flowers are beautiful. Flowers are great. But I'm just like, I just want to put black men over exactly. flowers. Yeah. yeah. Make it about them. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So when, when, what art show or do you know when you want to debut? March. Okay. So it'll it'll be um at the chocolate and art show. So I I will have some pieces done by then. Okay. Um maybe not the full thing completed, but right. there will be um the two the two um big ones. I want to make sure I have those done by that point, and then I want to um go ahead and have um the new digital prints. Okay. So that's what I'm gonna focus on getting done is those, and mm -hmm. then um yeah. So with the prints, okay, let me scratch that. The two large ones for sure, and then the mini ones. Okay. Those will be debut. The, those all will be traditional, mm -hmm. and those will be, you know, the only um, versions of those because they're traditional. Right. Um, with the digital prints and the digital paintings, I want to say April. Okay. Because I have to, you know, complete them, and then I also have to order the prints and get the prints in. Oh, yeah. okay. I get it. I so, get it. Okay. Yeah. So more than likely April for those, mm -hmm. but March is whenever I'll start debuting my boys over a flower pieces. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you got a lot of work ahead of I you. do have a lot of work Maybe ahead of me. You need to be outside. The summer you will be outside. You realize all the stuff that I'm stating is in the spring. So she will be outside this summer. This summer. In these Atlanta streets. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. She's in denial, but you know, it's all good. I'm just saying. I'm going to just let you know, like, we ain't answer none of these questions. <laughs> okay, so I know you mentioned that your children are artists. Mm -hmm. So, um, would you want them to follow in your footsteps? Lord Jesus. About the wrong words, would you want them to follow in your footsteps or whatever they feel that they want to do? Whatever they feel they want to do. Okay. Um, because I that's why I'm not the biggest fan of um the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm. Because I'm just I don't want to pinch and hold my kids to a thought that they had as a kid. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. Because, yeah. like, um, with little kids, they'd be like, one day they want to be a dog, and the next day they want to be a fire truck, and then they want to, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just like, you don't hold a kid to a career yeah. whenever they're a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't even have the full scope of, like, 
the possibility of things. Yes, because it's so, it's endless. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. And so I, I want them to have their minds be limitless. Mm. And, like and ever-changing. Yeah. So if they want to do multiple things or they want to do one thing or whatever they want to do, like, you know, that's up to them. Yeah. And if they come to me and like, hey, you know, um, with my son, he's like, oh, I want to be a chef. Okay. And I'll just say, cool, you want to be a chef. Mm-hmm. That's great. And so then, you know, I keep it open. Like, he wants to come in the kitchen and watch me, you know, cook or whatever. Yeah. And or he wants to help. And, you mm-hmm. know, I help him let him do a little couple of little things here and there. Um, but yeah, I like, that's what he wanted to be at the moment. Yeah. Um, I know that he's really into Pokemon, so he also wants to, you know, do Pokemon games and stuff <laughs> like that too. So I'm just like, you just never know. And, yeah. and it's kind of like, you know, trying to put, um, a stipulation on a child and like trying to hold them to what they say when they were a kid. Like we all wanted to be different things. I wanted yeah. to be a pediatrician. If I held, if I was held to that point and had to be a pediatrician and didn't you know what i mean something like life hands us different things so i wanted to keep that open yeah um with my daughter um she's wanted to be um a ballerina she's wanted to be a singer songwriter she's Mm -hmm. wanted to be a teacher she's wanted to be so many things Mm -hmm. um for a minute she wanted to do um she wanted to be uh she wanted to create anime and then now she's like into architecture so so i'm just like very much so (laughs) what is that game that they they robux all them kids are got a chokehold on that thing yeah robux like she showed me her korean school and i promise you i promise you when she was showing me all the stuff that's in there all the curricular activities i swear i was enrolling (laughs) in the school because it sounds so awesome and she had her visuals yeah so she's an artist as well yeah and she has her own art show oh yeah her art show will be happening in april yeah yeah the best month ever. yeah so it's um it'll be on the 17th Mm -hmm. and so that's a saturday so yeah so yeah, the, uh, mm-hmm. okay. she's going to be joining the, um, so, um, the black girl art show and the, um, black boy art show, they're mm-hmm. creating, um, a version for kids. Oh, and so that's that nice. what's going to be in April. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it here in Georgia? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so far they only started in two locations because mm-hmm. with the black boy art show and the uh, black boy art show, it's in multiple different states, mm-hmm. but for the kid version, it's only in Atlanta and I think um, either North or South Carolina. Okay. Yeah. It's the other one. I think it's South Carolina if I'm right, oh, okay. but yeah. So it's, it's new. It's new. Oh, yeah. It's oh, new. Okay. So. That's encouraging. So does she already have her drawings already? She does already? have some drawings. Um, the good thing about it is, is that, um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. So the good thing about it is, is that, um, it like, they don't have to submit any art in. Mm-hmm. So basically it's just opening up to any skill level. You know oh, what I mean? So, okay. cause like typically whenever, um, like as an adult, if you're submitted for art show and things like that, you get to show your work and then they yeah. have to accept you. Yeah, but for the kid one is open from ages um, eleven to seventeen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
some kids, you know, they don't know that these things are out there for them. Oh, yeah. And for her to be exposed to it and, you know, not only see her art displayed, but see other kids' art and exactly. know that there's other people just like her yeah. who love to draw. And I just think that is a beautiful thing. So, you know, I'm going to be there. So, yeah. yeah. See, it's like the um, the, pre- the preface to your summer mm-hmm. and how you will be outside. This is a this is an ongoing thing. Um, you know, you know, you know, like if if you if you don't know a lot of African people, when when we have something and we know something is going to pass, you know, we we know how to stay on subject with saying like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like real, like it's just to see how that is like pre-gaming you for what the summer is going to be like when you're yeah. outside if you if i if i if i give y'all an episode of just know right my birthday don't expect <laughs> episodes <for me. laughs> in april just don't expect it especially around my birthday around 24 she she she's gonna still she's the the beginning in the middle she's going to give you episodes because we're gonna make sure she's on point but her birthday her birthday week no that that that, that Friday I gotta give her a pass because she will be preoccupied Lord I'm scared I'm scared y'all don't be scared for it's her it's gonna be shot <laughs> another shot another shot club another shot bowling. Drunk bowling, another shot. See, you know, you see how that goes. I'm scared for myself. Don't be scared for oh, her. Jesus. She is a grown woman who will be <laughs> just fine. She survived so far. Babe. She'll be fine. If y'all only. This is a sidebar. If y'all only knew what the past two months, two months, right? I mean, since we've been here. I well, mean, even before that. we've been even here. We, for the past October, November, December, for the past four months, <laughs> I've been outside more than I have in a month last year. So, and I don't know why she's in denial about the summer, but she will be outside, y'all. And she'll be able to tell you about her little escapades on her weekly episodes because she would definitely have something to talk about. Y'all. Just be ready for the summer episodes. It's gonna it's gonna be called We Outside, y'all. That's the series. It's gonna be called We Outside. It's a series. Yeah, it's a series. It's gonna be all of your adventures of going outside. And just experiencing life. Just so you guys know, I can't wait. I told you about my experiences on the dating app. Don't don't point the finger at me. She's the one. She's pointing a finger at me. Yes, because she's the one. I made one mistake. Had that guy. That was one mistake, and I take ownership in that mistake. But it won't happen again. That's what I'm saying in my. She's been saying that for months. It's safe there. It's safe there. I'm just saying it's safe there. Hey, y'all just look forward to the summer segments of We Outside. We Outside, y'all. And now they're going to be looking for, I know one particular listener 
one particular one, she gonna be like, she we outside. She's gonna be texting me, listening to this episode, like, oh yeah, you. you Where's that episode? Where's that We Outside episode? I'm ready for episode yeah. one. Where's episode yeah, one? because it's going to be a series. It's called. It's going to be the summer series of, you know, all your adventures of going outside. Mm-hmm. And you're going to talk about, you know, all the ups the and the downs. shows that we've been to, that's all I'm doing is going to art shows. She's lying, but it's all good. <laughs> it, it's all good. I mean, they ain't no truth in it, what she's saying, because she's she's going to be going to more than just art shows. She's about to be outside. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> so, um, I do want to ask. hmm Do you see yourself being, and I already know the answer, I just want her to say it for you. Do you see yourself being a full-time artist where you're oh, that's, that's aspiration? Your, that's your main source of income. Yeah, that's the aspiration. That's the goal. Because mm-hmm. um ultimately, yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Um I wanna be able to create um I know my goal this year is to do a mural. I want to yes. do a mural. I've done smaller ones and smaller scales mm-hmm. in the past, but it's been years, but I definitely want to do a mural. Um, so if anybody knows a wall <laughs> that I could, I could utilize, that'd be great. Or if anybody wants to, uh, commission me to do a mural, that'd mm-hmm. be great too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I want to do a mural this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to, I want to find, I'm, I'm working on creating multiple streams of income mm-hmm. to make that possible. Yeah. So I'm just doing a lot of things creatively with my art that is going to generate funds to make that possible. So the closer I get, the more awesome. So yeah, yeah check out my work. Look and just know a lot more is to come. Um, there's a lot of events. If you follow me on Instagram or TikTok or whichever, you're going to see a lot of, I mostly post a lot on Instagram, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying on other pl- platforms, I also post as well. But yeah. if you follow me, you will, able to see what events are coming up and see what's going on and see the new pieces I'm working on and what's Mm -hmm. coming out but I'm looking forward to it I have a lot of ideas yes yes a lot of ideas because they come in they come in you got to be there so what would you say what are your what would you tell someone who is an up-and-coming artist or desires to be an artist but don't know how to express it any type in any type of form like we know that you paint and do digital art but what advice would you give someone who's thinking about it but is scared don't want to disappoint their parents because they chose to live this life and be a full-time artist like or just to get started what would you say to that person that little black girl or that little black boy well, I mean, I have a little black boy and I have a little black girl, but basically I kind of would say what I would have said to myself um, back whenever um, I was like, you know, going to be a freshman in college and, you know, making decisions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Stick to your guns. It's your life. At the end of the day, you can't live for anybody else. I know everybody says that, but I'm just like, you can't live for anybody else. I'm just like, you know. 
um, yeah, your parents might be putting pressure on you, but they're not going to be here forever. Yeah. And they can't live your life for you. And they can't, um, you know, you may bring your own happiness. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And no one, no outside force can make you happy. You know what I mean? That's right. So if it, if it, if it fills your heart and it fills your soul and you feel like it's your life's work, then go for it. Then go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I believe. Because life, life is short. We're only here for the short amount of time that we're here. Yeah. So I'm just like, why do it? Well. Why do something that you don't love? Yeah. You know I what I mean? That. Because uh, what's so crazy is that a lot of people, whenever they get older, they're usually um, the regrets. You mm. look back and you're like, oh, I wish I would have done X, Y, Z. I would have done this. Yeah. yeah. And so I just don't want to be old and looking back thinking, I wish I should have, I could have, or would have. Yeah. I just want, I want to at least go for it. And yeah. even if I fail, then, you know, I try. You try. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm just like, I'd rather look back at my life and be like, I did a lot. I tried. Yeah. I tried my best. That's versus you know not trying at all and wondering what it could have been like yeah yeah that's amazing it's inspirational and i hope that my listeners that something inspiration took something away even if you're not in in artist per se because everyone is an artist yeah. especially whatever craft that you have you're an artist, you know, whether you play video games, you have an art of playing video games or know how to. Oh, they're strategists. Yes. Like those people. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they really are. They're, the way that their minds work hit different. Very much. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but um, that's all the questions I have for you, even though I didn't, even though I took the time to write out some really good questions. Most of them weren't asked because they weren't needed because of the conversation and the flow. And I felt like it was very authentic. I really enjoyed your company today. Thank you for doing my one of my shows with me. Thank you. Again, please let the people know where they can find you um, on social media. Oh, yeah. So on Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, you can find me at at so underscore Osco. And so it's the same all throughout. And of course, on Twitter, too. Although I don't tweet a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm working on that. But yeah, um, you could follow me on those. And then on Facebook, if y'all still have Facebook, <laughs> it's it's going to be um, created by Osco. Yeah. Where did Osco come from? Oh, ha, that's so funny. Because like, because I'm African, people automatically think it's an African name and it's not. It's completely made up. Oh. I, like, me and um, a friend of mine, uh, when we used to work at a lady footlocker, me and him were just kicking it. Mm -hmm. And we were just playing around. And he he said Osco. And I was like, ooh. And I was like, I like that. I'm yeah. stealing it. Oh. And, and it just stuck. Yeah. Stuck and it was up and it was stuck, yeah. yeah. See, like if I'm if I'm going to steal something, I announce my thievery, <laughs> feel like it's clear. I was like, oh, I'm gonna take that. That's mine, that's and that's thing. how that At happens. Least you tell them, yeah, that I'm taking it, yeah, and I'm gonna use it, and yeah. 
Oh, I make it very clear. Yeah. Like I'm a basketball short thief. You know, I really is. I I I do state my claim and I take it. She's very much Pisces energy, but she is an Aries, but she's a Pisces, if you ask me. But you know, it it is what it is. At least I'm transparent, you know. Yes. Yeah. Type A personality. Very dominant. Very. I I can't help this. (laughs) To know her is to love her. I promise you. Vice versa. Yes, indeed. Well, again, Davina, I want to thank you so much for doing another episode. Not another. We're doing an episode with me. See, she's already putting it in the future. Seriously, because (laughs) when she she does her mural, mural, did I say right? Mural. Mural. Don't judge me. Judge your mother. Um, (laughs) When she does her mural, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I have to like bring her back. Like, what inspired it? Where did she, do, you know, who did who, what, when, where, how, and why, baby? We need all the info, we need the tea so that people can come and see. So, when they come and see, then they're gonna want you to do one in their house, yeah, and they're gonna fund it for you. You know, yeah. you gotta speak those things as if they were, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But again, thank you so much. And thank you listeners for joining me for another episode of This Black Love. You know, I love you guys to the moon and back. You know how I do. Hello. But thank you for tuning in for another episode. You know I drop episodes each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to me on Spotify. You can listen to me... excuse me, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts to listen to. All you have to do is type in that search engine, This Black Love. I did change my um, logo. It's a white background where it says This Black Love. Let's get the conversation started. So that's me. You can listen to all of my previous episodes all previous seasons. You know, this is season seven. So I'm doing my big one. But anyway, thank you guys again for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye.